This is Rich Jones, host of Jacksonville's Morning News. Heard weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. Thanks for listening to our Jacksonville's Morning News podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and the Mark K Show. Don't forget, head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Just ahead in the five-day forecast, story that's going to be uh, talked about throughout the day today. The New York Times are reporting the special counsel investigating Russian election meddling and obstruction of justice has given President Trump's lawyers a list of almost four dozen questions. The Times says those questions from Robert Mueller's team cover Trump's motivations for firing FBI Director James Comey and more. Brian Kilmeade is going to be talking about the story at 9 o'clock on your radio on Fox & Friends a little bit later today. Uh, I guess one uh, of the many questions that comes up is who leaked this? Oh, what a sound. <laughs> Hang tight one second. We may have lost Brian. Is he there with us? Yeah, I don't think we, I think we may have lost Brian. I can tell you, however, that Washington insider Jamie Dupree stepped in and said that uh, one of the major stories here is who leaked the details of the questions. The way that Jamie says he reads the story, the New York Times uh, sourcing makes it clear that it came from the Trump team, but it's not necessarily clear why. Jamie says his gut tells him it's an effort to get to the president's attention and convince him not to do an interview with Bob Mueller. So we'll certainly see where the storyline goes. And Brian Kilmeade will be on the story three to, uh, excuse me, nine until 11 o'clock this morning. Brian, we have you back now, and uh, the question I was asking is, who may have ultimately leaked this information to the Times? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure, but what's, what's very interesting is, uh, remember Robert Mueller's spokesperson came out two weeks ago and said, do not believe, out of nowhere, do not believe the press reports about what we're looking into and what we're not, because many of them are false. I thought, wow, why would they say that? A lot of people were struck by that. What were they referring exactly to? And that might have been that Michael Cohen was uh, actually in Russia, and he, le- he went there when he was in Germany, and then it might have been true, and then next thing that came out. What I think is interesting that makes me think the questions are authentic is that the Mueller people have not denied it. They have not commented, intentionally not commented. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm very curious to see how this happened, um, because the only thing I could look at is Rudy was there a couple of weeks ago, uh, one week ago, uh, to talk to Mueller about what he was doing and the idea of the questions before he would recommend anything to the president. And I also thought it was significant that John Dowd got a look at these questions and told the president, do not talk to him. We'll be listening so, at 9 o'clock uh, for more on that. I'm very interested in how this happened and that the denials aren't there and they do seem authentic. Yeah, we'll be listening at 9 o'clock for more on that. And a little bit later this morning, you're going to hear from Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu after what he said was a half ton of Iranian nuclear documents collected by Israeli intelligence. They found it last January. Uh, they they uh, were able to eye this old dilapidated warehouse. And what they say it shows, if they're authentic, we looked at it, we believe they're authentic. What they say it shows is that Iran, at the foundation of this deal, was lying about the extent of its program, that it was much more elaborate. They absolutely show that it was making a bomb. What's significant about it? Well, we assumed they were making a bomb and they were lying to us. Is that okay? <laughs> Number two is it did stop in 2003. So should that make you feel better? Uh, you know, and number four, as you look at the whole thing, if you start out not telling the truth about something, even if it doesn't affect the deal, are you to believe anything from there? So uh, they, the Iranians have commented. The Iranians said this is a childish display. Uh, they did not really question the authenticity of the steal. The Mossad, absolutely amazing to pull this off and get it out. But uh, basically, this gives the president another some hardcore proof that this whole deal was built on a false premise. But it does not show that they reinvigorated the program. 
and there was a missed tweet that came out of the White House last night. So I want you know Netanyahu is perfect. He actually displayed this whole thing in a way in which um, you know you and I can appreciate who've been on stage or on camera or on radio. Uh, he pulled that off without a note, uh, and he put it over in, in about thirty forty minutes. So we all know where he stood on this deal, and you know the Trump is watching, but didn't jump on it and say we're out. So it's going to be very interesting what we do by May 14th, knowing this information. So I'm going to ask the prime minister to expand on it and have him comment on the Iranian reaction to his presentation. A lot to cover, a lot of news to get to. 9 to 11 o'clock this morning with Brian Kilmeade and every Tuesday here live on Jacksonville's Morning News. Good to hear from you again, Brian. 513 with a 10 on the weather meter.